the volume. It's Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco presented by FanDuel. It might be cold, but the sports calendar is heating up and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers, boosts, and more. When you win, you'll get paid incredibly fast. FanDuel has tons of ways to bet. You got the spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can also combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and even try out the same-game parlay plus combining multiple bets within multiple games. And FanDuel is now live in Maryland. So use promo code MONACO and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Hello and welcome to another episode of the best gambling show ever on the Moneyline Monaco podcast live on Amazon Amp and of course the Volume Sports YouTube channel Alex Monaco chilling with Live Moods Live the NFL playoffs are here you're back from a trip we thought would go well we were all rocking with you in solidarity on TCU I'm sorry but an amazing season listen everyone keeps apologizing how is Live Moods checking on Live Moods (laughs) <laughs> Y'all, I'm undefeated, okay? I am undefeated. I had a double tequila soda. I had nachos. I was munching. I mean, listen, it was not what I anticipated. I will tell you. Um, I should have known something was going to go awry for this trip because the outfit that I bought that I paid extra money to have shipped at a certain time did not show up. Um, I got picked up from the airport in a Kia Soul. The whole world was betting on TCU. I mean, God was sending me signs of like, <laughs> this is not going to be Kia. the Kia Soul. I got picked up in the hamster car. That's when I should have known right then and there. This is not going to be the weekend <laughs> that I think it's going to be. But nonetheless, I will tell you, I hate seeing people trying to discredit this TCU team season because regardless of what happened in that game, they still won 13 games. They still yeah fought through, you know, doubters and haters and and had an incredible season. And listen, Bama and Michigan fans, quit bitching and win games. That's all I have to say. I mean, you're so upset that this this was the the game that we had and that you think Alabama or Michigan would have held up better. Well, then Michigan don't lose in the Fiesta Bowl and Alabama don't have a two-loss season. It's pretty simple. Other than that, um, everybody else being upset about that game, I get it. I I mean, I'm upset. I'm looking at my bank account and how much money I spent going, holy crap. That was not how I anticipated the trip. But nonetheless, I bleed purple forever, go frogs, and and what an incredible season with Sonny Dykes in his first year coaching It's at TCU. It's incredible. So great year, Uh, not how we wanted it to end, but we move on, and now we jump into NFL playoffs, and everything's going to be fine. I'll make my money back. It'll be great. Let's go. Let's get into <laughs> it. NFL playoffs. The wild cards here. I can't believe we've done a, a whole another season already. We're already here. It's wild. So we got six games. They're all spread out. A couple on Saturday, three on Sunday, one on Monday, Bucks, Bucks Cowboys. We're going to go in order here. Let's start out. With We got three divisional dances, so this is going to be fascinating to see where you are. Let's go to San Francisco where we're hearing there's going to be potential rain. And, and if you've been paying attention, I know you were just in Southern California. There is more rain in Cali than it's there gross. is on the East Coast right now. It's gross. So you have that element. You have a rookie quarterback with just five starts under his belt going against 
a absolutely playing with house money, Pete Carroll, bumble, bubblegum two and Seahawks team that has absolutely nothing to lose because they shouldn't have even been here, Liv. I want to throw this out before we start. I found these numbers on, and I'm sure everyone listening is fascinated and curious with rookie quarterbacks in the playoffs and how they do. Well, since 1990, year I was born, aging myself here, rookie quarterbacks are 10 and 17 straight up, but only three and 10 straight up in the last decade. In the wild card round against the spread, four, seven, and one against the spread. And then I got to throw this out too because the Seahawks got swept. So this has happened 20 times before teams playing a third time in the wild card round. Nine, nine, and one against the spread, the team that won twice. So it's down the middle on covering. Yeah. This is going to be fascinating. I got another one. I don't want to hit you with too many trends, but how do we feel about Brock Purdy? and swallowing nine and a half against the Seahawks team. I want to swallow it. I really do. I mean, this is a Seahawks team that, like you said, barely got in here. And we've seen some regression from this this electric offense and Geno Smith that we saw from the Seahawks so early on. Um, I love those trends, but I also hate them because I just don't consider Brock Purdy your average rookie. I really don't. I mean, he's playing incredible football, and he is doing everything he needs to do for this 49ers team, not to mention the way this 49ers team dominates in division games. They're in perfect 6-0 and against the spread in division games, whereas the Seahawks are a sad 2-4. and So I just I want to swallow the points here. It just feels like we're back in the better team, um, the team that – I think can handle the playoff pressure a little bit more, the team that's more deserving of this spot. So I, I'm typically, you know me, I typically back those division dogs, but in this spot, I kind of want to swallow that nine and a half. I'm I'm just I'm concerned because they're playing so well. I know. How does the energy change? And then the weather, the weather does not make me feel better about swallowing the nine and a half. They're they're on a 10-game win streak, Liv. 10-game win streak. 15 times ever this has happened going into the playoffs. Those teams, 7-8 and eight and 2-13 and 13 ATS. I don't even know how to explain that. You're telling me in the history of the NFL, teams with double-digit win streaks coming into the playoffs are 2-13 and 13 against the spread. Ooh, I but that. I looked at Geno's numbers. Geno plays better on the road than he does at home. He's got 15 tugs of five picks. 71 completion percentage. This is kind of fascinating. He's got the number one completion percentage of anybody in the playoffs. Gino, who told everyone to not write back, he's top 10 statistically in every important category in the NFL this year. This is not your neighborhood Seahawks offense. Also, Kenneth Walker, first time they they hit a rookie rusher over 1,000 yards. I remember a few weeks ago when the Niners made it look easy covering that number, which was shorter than nine and a half. But I just, I got to take the nine and a half in a playoff atmosphere. Just, I have to. I'm It's a gross pick. It's probably the only pick I don't feel really good about. But I just, I have to take that number. I, I Is Purdy going to cover 10? Yes. I can't, I can't admit it. I cannot go there. Absolutely. Well then, okay. This will be the one game that we are on. We'll, we'll be on different sides. I'll back the 49ers. Because you know me, I do not like taking spreads that big. I don't like backing the favorites, but. Maybe I have a little TCU PTSD. You feel me? I think that might be what's going on here. But either way, I'll stick with the Niners. You back Gino. You know I love Gino. I've been loving Gino all year. He's a former Mountaineer. I've got Mountaineer blood running through my family. So 
I, I understand why you don't love it because this is a tough one for sure. It's a tough one. All right, let's get to Saturday night's dance. The Jaguars, winners of the South, hosting the Chargers. They are Jacksonville getting two and a half. We've seen it go down to one and a half on FanDuel. It's back to two and a half. As we talk here live on AMP Live, Jaguars coming in on a four-game home win streak. You know I'm emotionally attached to my toxic ex, the San Diego, now LA Chargers. I don't feel good. I feel great about which side I'm on. I don't know if you can tell which side I'm on. I don't know why I'm smiling as I say this, but how do you feel about Herbert versus Lawrence in a riveting young quarterback matchup? I have to be honest. I think the Jags are going to win this game. Let's go. I swear. I just think they have got momentum at the right time. And this is going to be one of those teams that some could argue barely made it or, you know, don't deserve it. But I just think they've got momentum at the right time. I think they're finding their groove and their rhythm. I think Trevor Lawrence is settling into his capability and his talent. And he knows what he's about. Doug Peterson, you know, I just – I don't know. I'm thinking I'm thinking Jags money line in this spot. I'm telling you right now. I really do. I really think the Jags are going to pull off a win here. I love that. I, look, to me, I start with the coaching mismatch because you, you could go back and forth on Herbert and Lawrence. And I guess at this point in their career, maybe lean Herbert on overall just for sure, you know, Madden rating, whatever by a smidge. But like, you know. Trevor Lawrence is going to be in the top five conversation, in my humble opinion, in the next two, three seasons. But I look at Doug Peterson, championship pedigrees, won a ring, and Staley, you've heard Colin talk about it, you've heard a lot of broadcasting people speak on the mismanagement, the not being able to read the room. It's like when Staley does what Peterson does well and in timely spots, going forward on fourth down and stuff, it doesn't make sense in the Chargers camp. He puts them situationally in... in these moments that I doesn't add up. Look at last week. Why are you playing your starters live into the fourth? Somebody had to millionaire phone a friend to call down on the field to tell this dude, Mike Williams just got carted off. Yank the starters. He just doesn't read the room. He doesn't get it. He's not a head coach. In my opinion, he is a coordinator. It is so evident. We're going to watch this happen in real time Saturday night. I got to say this, the Chargers are the ultimate team to back when they're dogs, the perfect team to fade when they're favorites. It's only a two and a half point line, but the Chargers on the road laying points live. They beat Cleveland with Brissett on the road by two. They had to get a backdoor touchdown, go for two against the Cardinals on the road to beat them by one. They didn't win a divisional game on the road all year. Okay, you beat Nick Foles and Jeff Saturday on a Monday. Nick Foles is done. He's no longer his nickname. It's been evaporated. He lost it. So who have they beat on the road that's impressive? The Texans by 10? I'm sorry. Trevor Lawrence, 6-2 and two in his last eight games. 14 touchdowns, two mistakes. Top 10 offense now. And if they can just... Balance the offense, live. The Chargers give up 150 on the ground. Bottom five, abysmal run D. ETN is top nine in yards, top eight in yards per carry. Just balance out the offense, run the ball, and let Staley. He's going to mess up. Let Staley blow it up himself here. I love the Jacks. I do too. Let's ride. 
I'm way too passionate about it. No, there's no. I just want to see. I just want to see Sean Payton in L.A. I do not want to see Staley. I, I, the Chargers have mis mishandled quarterbacks going on Breeze, Rivers, moving. I, I can't watch Herbert get the treatment too. I can't. Something All right, change for sure. So this line has some movement. Bills Mafia at home against Miami. It's 13 and a half now. We saw it single digits for a sec. It was around 10 and a half, 11. It's not going to be Bridgewater. It's Skylar Thompson. You just heard me rattle off some rookie quarterback numbers or first-time starter numbers in the playoffs. Big number, though. How are you feeling about this AFC East rematch? So, obviously, there's been a lot of changes with this Dolphins team. Some pretty unfortunate situations, circumstances, whatever you want to call it. Um, in the regular season, they were 5-1 and one, uh, against the spread in division games, whereas Buffalo we saw not being a great team um, because they weren't covering. You know, good teams win, great teams cover. However, um, I was at that Monday night football game when things went very tragic and very scary for this Buffalo uh, team, and I just – I'm scared to fade this team for the rest of the season because they are they have the talent and now they have a motivating factor. They have something that they're playing for outside of a championship. Um, I got to back the Bills. I, I have a futures ticket on the Bills to win the Super Bowl. And to watching them play after what had happened in Cincinnati, it just had a different energy. There was a different energy that this team was playing with and – Obviously, Miami, if we want to talk logistics, Miami is not a healthy team right now. Um, a lot of uncertainties there, but I just don't feel comfortable fading this Bills team because we know that they have the talent. We saw them regress a little bit, especially defensively. We saw Josh Allen personally show a little bit of regression in the middle of the season, but I think they have the talent. The roster is stacked. Um and now they're playing for something. I mean, we've never seen anything like that transpire in in the world of football ever. Um and it was it was it was groundbreaking. It was very rattling. So I, I got to back this Bills team probably for the rest of the season. Um, one, I have a futures ticket, but two, I don't know how you're not a Bills fan right now with everything that Buffalo has gone through. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say absolutely. I'm back in the the Bills with the uh, swallowing thirteen and a half. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think this is the right side. It's a big number, but my gosh, that Miami <laughs> offense looked anemic against the Jets last week. Yeah. I mean, you had nine points. You you had six points until the last 30 seconds of the game. I mean, they did not move the football, and yes, the Jets have a better D than the Bills by a little, but this team... I feel sad for the Dolphins. I'm going to be 100%. I, I feel sad, and I'm, I'm telling you right now, I think Tua needs to stop playing football. I think he is... He's, again, not his fault, and, and it sucks, and he's in these positions and whatever, but like... Three concussions in a season. We got to start worrying about the future of your like your well being at this point. I really think God love Tua. He's such a good quarterback, and I think he's he's. I just think that it's not it's not work. I think the Dolphins have got to find a quarterback that's got a little bit more longevity, honestly. Um, but I, yeah, this offense has been insanely hard to watch, which is unfortunate because it didn't start the, they didn't start the season that way at all. So it's it's a bummer. Yeah, it was their first win uh, of less than 261 passing yards since week three, ironically, against the Bills. But the Dolphins, again, they, they're not very good on the road in general, three and six on the season. They're one and four covering, or not covering, I should say, against playoff teams this year. 
it, Josh Allen can go for 254 three tugs against the Patriots defense. And then he's going to go against a Miami bottom seven pass yards, touchdowns allowed, not turn the ball over defense. How is he not going to cook even more? You mentioned yeah. it. Special energy in the air. Naheem Hines running two back. That was wild. They've been averaging 400 passing yards over the last three. Miami's one and three in their last four when they give up more than 296. I don't feel good about it for Miami. Again, conventional wisdom would have us taking the points. I can't do it. I got to take this team, Buffalo, in a big way. I mean, they, I think in the at the books are maybe, maybe luring you in to take the points here. That's kind of what I feel like with this number. Because Buffalo, we've seen them. They either yeah. blow you out. It's more last year's trend than this year. They either blow you out or keep it close and then lose. I think they blow them out. Agreed. All right. Another interesting game. Very excited to hear your thoughts on this. The Vikings, Kirk, non-prime time. Minus three at home against the Giants and Danny Dimes. How do you feel about Manny versus the Giants? I don't trust the Vikings. But they always seem to get it done. And it is the most, this is the most confusing team by far to me um, in the NFL right now. Because the moment you start to give up on them, they come back from a 30 something point deficit and Kirk Cousins goes crazy and they, they just find a way. They find a way. And I, I don't understand it. Um, I don't know, Monaco. I think this is a plead the fifth, stay away game for me, to be completely honest. That's fair. I, I wish so I had that discipline. So what are your thoughts? I wish I had that discipline. I, I mean, as you go back a few weeks ago, this was this was season best for everything New York offensively. They had 445 yards. Danny Dimes had a career high or a season high on yards. 133 for Saquon from scrimmage. Interesting number here when the Giants give Saquon the ball 20 plus, they're 9-2. and two. I don't look at this Minnesota defense and get worried at all. This is far and away the worst defense in the playoffs. They're 31st, Liv. 31st, 28th in scoring, D. I don't even know how this team is doing what they are. I they've know. given up more points than they've scored this season. It's an abomination. It's a travesty. They're literally they're shattering any football trends or anything that would add up to make sense for them to be in this position, 11 and 0 in one score games, ridiculous. But just know out there listening, the giants are the number one cover in the league, baby 13 and four ATS road dogs are six and one. So Let's this week, the giants then hell yes. No, no, I'm on the giants. That's I love the it. giants. I'm, I'm on them plus three just on an, on a pick. Cause I don't want people to lose their money. It's going to end on three in my opinion, if anything, but yeah, splits are showing you public's loving Minnesota. I just, I look at this defense in, in New York, they're bend, but don't break. They didn't give up a 35 plus touchdown until three fourths of the way through the season against Philly. 25 receptions though were given up between Hawkinson and JJ last game. That cannot happen. They got to find a way to slow down this Minnesota offense, but I think Dable is in a huge coaching advantage here as a first time coach. They're both first time head coach playoffs, playoff outings, but Connolly's never been in or O'Connell's never been in this situation. Dable's got rings. So I lean Dable coaching mismatch. They also rested their starters last week completely. So this is a refreshed team. Look, Danny Dimes has not turned the ball over live. If he continues to take care of the football, 
which they did in the first time. I, I got to take the points here. I like the Giants in a weird, weird game. I don't love it, but I got to take them. I love it. Go G-Men. <laughs> All right. Monday night. This is... This is a this is a tricky one, Liv, because I'm looking at the numbers. It opened at three. It's now down at two and a half. Public's coming in on Tampa. I'm leaning Tampa. I don't like to see the public joining me. Dak looked unwatchable last week. So did that Dallas offense against Washington. They're just two and two in their last Dallas four. How do you feel about this one Monday night? I think I got to back the Cowboys here. I think what we saw from them last week was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was um, the Cowboys cowboying. We've all been waiting for it. You know, we, we've been waiting for it to happen. But I do think that they are much better than their performance last week. They've shown more consistency than this Tampa Bay team has. I just – Tampa Bay is one of those teams right now where the only reason – yeah, defense. You know, they've got the defense. They've got the they've got the quarterback. Let's be real. Um, I just I, – I don't know if they have enough momentum. I think this is like – the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay right now is like drinking a flat soda. Like it still tastes good, but it's just not hitting, you know, it's just not hitting the same. There's no carbonation. It's just making you just question everything. I, I got to back the Cowboys here who to me have been far more consistent and have more momentum. Um, yeah, I just, I, I know, I know that. They did not look great. I think that the public is overreacting to that a little bit, and that's why we're seeing so much money on Tampa Bay. But I got to back the team that I feel like has shown a little bit more consistency, um, both offensively and defensively. So I'm gonna back. I'm gonna back the Cowboys. And I hate that. You know me. I hate yeah. I mean, backing the Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't get out of my head. Brady's never lost to the Cowboys. Live. He's gonna wait till he's a. 45 year old single man to lose to the cow. He's going to wait all the way till now to catch an L. I, I can't, I can't back it. I despise Dallas Cowboys playoff football. Dak has one win. He's getting over 40 million in the playoffs. They look so bad last week. They looked so mediocre against the Jaguars. This team two and two in their last four. What do we, what do we feel incredibly confident about? With Dallas right now, Dak is leading the league in the last half of the season in turnovers. Remember that week? Yeah, or that that's that Stenny had nine turnovers in six games. Well, now he's got seven turnovers in his last seven games, seven picks, I should say. That hasn't been done since 04 Testa Verde in Dallas Cowboys land. They're not protecting the football. They're not stopping anybody, in my opinion. They just let Howell, who's never played under center in the league, demolish them. That game was awful. Now, it was a trap game, yes, but here's the other element. Look at Washington's FedEx field. Look at Raymond James field. They're a little closer to a gross grass setup than Jerry's nice little turf land where everybody runs 100 miles an hour. What does Dallas do when they go from turf to grass? They, they have drop-offs. Go look it up. Brady in the playoffs is a different man. He's got nothing left to play for right now yeah, except for right. this moment. You're right. I'm sorry. I just... 21 and five at home in the playoffs in his career. 21 and five. Dallas didn't beat him earlier in the season with three points of offense. I just, Bucks D, yes, they cannot run the football. I know. Everyone says, I, I get it. They cannot run the football, but they take care of the football. Brady's got the least amount of picks. Dak's got the most in the second half of the season. I got to take the Bucks with the points. 
It's not a bad bet. It's not. I mean, yeah, with the public on it though, it does. It makes me look. It's 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 a good buy low spot on Dallas if you're talking like For week sure. to week in the season. But For this sure. is the playoffs, I, and I want to see Dallas. I, it gives me joy to watch the Cowboys get bounced. Truly, <laughs> I I don't like I don't like the Cowboys. I, I just they're they're so misrun, and it's. It's got to stop, Liv. It's, it's got to stop. stop. It's got to stop. Um, All right. I, I want to ask you, though, your opinion on Bengals-Ravens. You didn't touch on them. How do you feel about that game? Because that is an interesting one to me. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at this one. We're talking. We don't know. We don't even know if it's going to be Huntley. I know. I know. So, How do you handicap but, a game like that? It's tough. I'm, I'm – so Huntley's got a tendonitis issue. I saw a Harbaugh press conference. He did practice. I, I got to take the points, Liv. I mean, just Baltimore company culture alone. I mean, they almost covered with Anthony Brown last week, the number. I just, I look at what Baltimore's done historically. They're 7-1 and one on the road covering in their last eight playoff games. They beat outright this team 19-16 earlier in the year. Yes, it was with Lamar, but... They've been doing it without Lamar and winning in gross ways. They don't score. So they're winning and not scoring. They're used to winning and not scoring. They're going in. The play of the weekend's probably under 40 and a half in Ravens Bengals. I mean, there you but, go. But but since Roquan's joined the team, Liv, they give up the second most points behind San Francisco, and they've only given up four passing touchdowns to receivers in the last nine games. This is their defense is that good. And Again, it's weird they're playing back-to-back -back weeks. That oddly, I think, is an advantage to Baltimore here. Which way are you think? I, I actually agree with you on that. I think the fact that they are playing back-to-back -back games could be a massive advantage for Baltimore. So, uh, God, I just feel so – it feels so wrong to fade the Bengals. Just, they're just so – they're so good, and they've been so good for the last stretch of this season. So – but I do think because there are back-to-back -back matchups between these two teams, um, it definitely does give the Ravens an opportunity to adjust accordingly um, and at least cover eight and a half points. That's a lot of points in a playoff spot. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you there. I'll, I'll, I'll grab the Ravens plus eight and a half. Yeah, I mean, if if Lamar suits up, that line's dropping two, three. Absolutely. You know, we could see it go down to five. So... That there's you can always buy out on FanDuel, which is nice. You can cash out. You can you can double dip, um, eat the juice. There, there's worth worth worse situations to be in. And also, remember that the Ravens are a top two rush team, dropping one sixty on the ground. Whether it's Lamar Huntley or A Brown, so the fact that they can run the ball like clockwork, it is a very good Cincy run D. But they seem to run on everybody. So eleven touchdowns between Drake Edwards and J.K. I, I got to take the points. Love it. All right, let's get out of here with a FanDuel ad real quick. It's NFL wildcard weekend, and the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers, join today. Get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code MONACO. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Jeez, $150 in free bets this weekend. I, I got to fade the Chargers and put it on sunshine all day. Plus, 
You can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay all on the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. FanDuel's now live in Ohio, so make sure to get on the action with great offers just for you and throughout January. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet, $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code MONACO. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. The Volume.